I imagine we all had a class in college that was our least favorite. Uh, mine was a class that doesn't sound bad on the surface, but was quite frustrating to me. It wasn't my least favorite class because of the professor. It actually had almost nothing to do with the professor. My least favorite class in college was called College Success. Now this was a class that my college, and I imagine many other colleges like it, provided that covered topics from how to take notes and prepare for tests, to how to make friends, to my least favorite topic of my least favorite class, decision making. Now this decision making section was structured in a way that just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, there were several reasons I didn't like this section of the class. The first being because of the way I grew up, I had been making my own decisions for quite a while and I didn't need a class telling me how to do that. Another reason I didn't like this topic, as you may already be thinking, I was a bit arrogant in my thinking that I didn't need a class on how to succeed in college because after all, I already succeeded in high school, lettering in several sports, having a 5.0 out of 5.0 GPA, and of course I played the tuba. And the third reason I didn't like the decision-making portion of the college success class is maybe more to the heart of the issue. I didn't want to stop and reflect on my decisions the way that would be necessary if I followed the decision-making model in this class. And being an 18-year-old college student, I knew I didn't want to stop and reflect on my decisions like this class was teaching, but I had no idea how that hesitancy to pause and to think about my decisions before making them, I had no idea how that hesitancy would impact me and some of my biggest regrets in the next few years. So today, we're not starting a series about college success or the decision-making like was presented as a part of my class. What I hope is that this series will be much more like what I discovered right after college, that the right question can be incredibly powerful and helpful in making decisions. I want to thank North Point Community Church for the questions behind this series. Uh, questions will sort of be the central focus of this series, with the goal and really the meaning behind the name of this series being, I want to help you make better decisions with fewer regrets and be more Christ-like. That if we'll ask these questions when we have decisions to make, we will make better decisions and have fewer regrets and be more Christ-like. And many of us sort of overlook the relationship between good questions and good decisions. That good questions really set us up for good decisions. And in some ways, our decisions are no better than the questions that we ask, or the questions we don't know to ask, or don't want to ask. And this is why on the back side of a bad decision, it's not unusual to hear someone say, uh, maybe even you've said this, I should have asked more questions. But you know this, pausing to ponder a list of potentially disruptive questions is not easy. And the truth is that most of us, me included, most of us resist unwanted questions or uninvited questions when we're making a decision. Uh, in fact, in the moment, uninvited questions sort of make it feel like we're being questioned rather than simply being asked a question. Because then our defenses go up and our learning and our spiritual antennas sort of go down. And the questions that we're going to discuss in this series will help with decisions of any significance or magnitude, whether they're financial, relational, academic, or professional. And the powerful thing about these questions is that they're not just self-help questions. Though, if you're not a Jesus follower and you're not sure you ever want to be one, you can apply these questions without thinking about the, the more Christ-like part, and they will most likely help you make better decisions. However, fair warning, if you ask these questions without thinking about the more Christ-like part, you will still look more like Christ. And this next part is obvious when it comes to questions, but I think I need to say it anyhow, and I think you'll see why a little bit later. When it comes to questions, we have to ask the question. We have to answer honestly, 
and then act on that answer. And if we don't do all three parts, the questions will not make any difference in our lives. And I think part of that will be evidenced by the fact that you didn't know to ask some of these questions we're going to talk about. But during this series, you might think, if I had asked that question, if I had honestly answered that question, if I had acted on that question, my life might have been different. Or at least some of the decisions I made might have been different. And just as important, the people who look to you, the people who depend on you, the people who work for you, their lives will be better as well. Because you know this, you are not the only person impacted by your decisions. You are not the only person impacted by your regrets. And you are not the only person impacted by your amount of Christ-likeness. And many times we have no idea who is ultimately impacted by the decisions we make. Some of your decisions will impact descendants who you won't even live to meet. And sometimes it takes a lifetime for the outcome of some decisions to actually play out. And in some cases, it takes generations to play out. For example, what if Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. decided to stay up north and remain silent about what he knew was taking place in the South? The aftermath of his decision, that one decision, continues to play out this very day. And it impacts all of us. Now, I know you aren't Dr. King and I'm not Dr. King, but on some level, the same is true for you and for me. That generations of people may very well be impacted by the decisions that you and I make. So, think for a moment about how different your life would be if your grandparents or your parents made what seemed to them to be some small, insignificant decisions. But those decisions determine the trajectory of your life. And in some cases, they determined whether or not you would even have a life. But they were not thinking, or they were not likely thinking about you at the time. And perhaps your life would be very different if your father had not chosen to pick up or keep picking up that bottle. Or you know someone whose life would be very different if their mom hadn't run off and left the family. And the opposite is true as well. Maybe your dad conquered that habit. Maybe your mom chose to stay when she thought about leaving and sort of kept the family together. That we never know what or who hangs in the balance of the decisions we make, but we do know this. Your personal decisions will impact some other person. Your private decisions probably won't stay private. And we think we're making personal decisions that really only impact us because they're personal. However, your personal decisions will impact some other person. It may be none of their business, but the results of our decision often intersect someone else's business, especially the people closest to us. Now, we all want to get our decisions right, and I think that God can help us with that. But I think our role is to ask the question, to answer honestly, and then to act on that answer. And another big part of the series will be the idea that your decisions impact the direction of your life. That your decisions, in a way, are sort of like a steering wheel of your life. That our life, our experiences, they sort of follow the direction of our decisions. And you are where you are in part because of the decisions other people have made as well. And this is true even when other people's decisions impact your life. Because your reaction to the decisions of other people, your responses are decisions. That a response is a decision. That we decide how we respond. We choose our responses. And this point explains how people who have been dealt the worst hands imaginable, a hand they had no control over, are able to somehow rise above their circumstances and accomplish some extraordinary things. So what if you had a list of questions that you could ask yourself when faced with an important decision? Uh, questions to sort of ask when you're stuck or questions to ask when you're frustrated. Questions to ask when you're at an important crossroad in life. Questions to ask when you come across something and you're unsure what you should do as a Jesus follower. Now, you may not realize it, 
but you already have some questions that you ask yourself when you're making a decision. Uh, questions like, will I enjoy this? Will this hurt me? Will this hurt someone else? Will anyone find out? What do I do if someone finds out? And some questions we ask ourselves are really helpful and others, not so much. But I want to add some questions to help you make better decisions with fewer regrets and be more Christ-like. And today we're going to discuss one single verse, and then next week we're going to share about the first question using a fascinating story from almost 3,000 years ago. Today, though, we're going to read from Proverbs chapter 27. You can follow along in the Bible app. If you don't have the Bible app, head to bible.com app. Once you're in the app, head to the More menu option in the bottom right corner, select Events, and you can find our church. We'll also have the notes and verses on the screen as well. Solomon says this in Proverbs 27, verse 12. The prudent see danger and take refuge. Now, prudent means in a good sense to be sort of cautious, sensible, crafty, and wise. Do you know what cautious, sensible, crafty, and wise people do? Uh, prudent people sort of connect the dots. They live as if life is connected. That today's decisions determine tomorrow's options and outcome. Today's decisions show up in tomorrow's relationships. Today's reactions and responses have a way of getting into our future. And when the sensible, crafty, or wise people realize that something up ahead is dangerous or has the potential to rob them of their preferred future, or maybe rob them of God's future for them, they respond appropriately. That the prudent not only see what's in front of them, but also ahead of them, and they respond or make a decision accordingly. Now here's the contrast. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple. Now the simple are sort of the naive, the people who approach life as if life is sort of disconnected. They know better. Uh, they know better when they stop to think about it, and we really all know better when we stop to think about it. But the simple, they just don't stop to think about it. So they don't take refuge. Instead, Solomon says, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Another translation says it this way, a prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Now a question to reflect on today, have you ever seen trouble coming, but you kept moving in that direction anyway? Have you ever seen trouble coming and taken refuge? What might the difference in those two options, those two approaches? And as important as that reflection might be, I also want to encourage you to commit this verse to memory because the questions we're going to discuss in this series can help you slow down and, and give you the perspective to actually see danger and respond appropriately. These questions are how you actually do that. These questions will help you to pause and to think about it and connect the dots. And to help you memorize this, we've created a screensaver for your phone, a, a background for your desktop, or just an image to help you remember this verse. Head to the link on the screen to download that image. And then throughout the week, as you open up your phone, as you look for a file on your desktop, read through this verse as a way to commit it to memory. And as a Jesus follower, there, there's really another important component to all this. If as a Jesus follower, you want to avoid the danger that some of our decisions can lead to, God can help you do that. This verse, the stories, the questions, and the other verses that we're going to look at in this series can help you make better decisions with fewer regrets and be more Christ-like. But maybe more importantly, this will make your life reflect Jesus to those around you. That being Christ-like isn't just for yourself. In fact, that's probably a very small portion of it. Being Christ-like and making decisions that reflect Christ will have an impact on others. It's sort of showing them what Jesus 
looks like. And these questions and verses really have a way of helping us to not just think about ourselves, but those around us, remembering our decisions impact them too. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this verse. Uh, thank you for the way that you want to sort of impact our lives by helping us to make better decisions and have fewer regrets and to be more Christ-like, to reflect Jesus in our life. So God, would you help us to do that this week? Would you help us to start maybe by memorizing this verse, committing it to memory, that you would help us to pause long enough to, to be able to see the danger ahead and to make a different decision? Would you help us to see that life is connected, that what we do today will show up tomorrow. And God, for those who are facing a decision right now, or maybe in this next season of life, would you help them to think about this verse and the questions that we're going to talk about? Would you help them to pause, just pause long enough to, to think about these questions and to think about this verse? Would you help them make decisions differently because of your leading, your, your ability to help us to pause, your prompting to help us to think about what should we really do in this situation? God, thank you that you want to help us, that you offer to help us. And no matter where we might be, you are willing to help us, God. So would you help us to invite you into our decision making? Would you help us to make better decisions with fewer regrets and to reflect you and to be more Christ-like? It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.